Welcome to Sex with Dee. I'm your host, Dee Luna, and I'm a singer-songwriter and adult content creator. I'm here to shoot the shit about sex and sex industry topics. Welcome to episode two. Why do men pay for subscription-based platforms such as OnlyFans when they can simply get it for free? Well... (laughs) This is a question that has been asked a lot on the internet. In fact, over the last two to three years, there has been hot debate raging on socials, on Reddit, and of course on mainstream media even. So before we dive in, a quick disclaimer. Of course, because I am an adult content creator on Fansly, And even though I'm going to try and look at this topic with no bias, obviously I have some skin in the game, (laughs) literally. So I'm no expert, but after reading a few articles like one from Men's Health Magazine UK and a heap of Reddit posts and comments discussing this question, it seems Mostly, it falls into about four main reasons. Obviously, this is a complex, multi-layered thing, and there are heaps of reasons, so I'm definitely generalizing. So, first of all, the main reason given unanimously across everything I read was they're horny. (laughs) Duh. Okay, so that's pretty obvious. You know, I mean, they can go on the internet and watch any kind of adult content for free. So clearly, there has to be more to it. A lot of subscribers fall into the category of, I know this person in real life, whether it be from school or their local scene, their local town, or even following somebody on social media. Let's call these people the curiosity crowd. They have never paid for it before. But out of sexual curiosity, they simply cannot help themselves and they want to have a look. And generally, I can speak from personal experience, they pop in, have a look, and most of the time they fade away. But of course, not always. (laughs) The next group are the professional lovers. I mean, these are the real fans that appreciate that particular creator's content and art. So they're happy and graciously paying for it with appreciation because they truly believe they're supporting their favourite girl. You know, they're appreciating the content. And then there is a bunch of sort of like ethical subscribers. I mean, like this is from what I gather, like I said, looking around the internet. (laughs) These ones truly believe in paying for it this way as watching it for free on a lot of platforms, not all of them, but you're taking the risk of watching stolen porn, revenge porn, or watching a scene where somebody has been taken advantage of or exploited in some way. So they view these subscription-based platforms as a way to deal directly with the creator. They know the creator has full control and in this way they guarantee that nobody's been exploited and, you know, that's part of the ethical subscriber's experience. Now, of course, a broad number of men just say they love the personalised experience. This would have been my number one guess if I was, before I went 
on and Googled it and how to read around the internet. I mean, this one's pretty obvious as well. You know, it's a personalised experience. It's more customised to their particular desires and tastes and they like the connection. This is something I can attest to firsthand. I mean, I enjoy having a chat with my subscribers. We're all human beings at in the end of the day, as long as everybody's been reasonably respectful. I have people that I actually enjoy having conversations with. I mean, one example I can think of just offhand is the other night I was really, really bored. I was sitting on my couch and a new subscriber started chatting with me. We had genuine banter and I really didn't expect anything from him. After about 40 minutes, I guess, he tipped me and thanked me for listening to him and being so nice. I was actually really, really surprised. And I told him he didn't have to do that, that I was bored anyway. I was happy to just sort of talk to somebody. So obviously in that moment, he was lonely and bored like I was. (laughs) So I get it. I understand why guys get a lot more out of this than just a sexual release with some sort of visual stimulation. It's a personalised and connected experience. Along the way, though, I mean, I was actually quite surprised. There's a lot of differing appearance, uh, sorry, a lot of differing experiences and opinions out there, of course. But one thing I found whilst on my journey of discovery is that there are a lot of people that hate women who do this. I mean, you know, it baffles me. I don't get it. I think if you watch it for free, you shouldn't really be arguing about someone wanting to get paid for it, basically. But in saying that, there's also a lot of sort of women posting saying, my boyfriend is on OnlyFans, should I dump him? Or, you know, there's a lot of women saying, I don't understand, what is it? Why, Why does he feel the need to do this kind of thing? And I guess... That got me asking questions. I mean, you know, I kind of evaluated my situation with a partner and I don't know, I'm a pretty open-minded person and as a consumer and a creator of this kind of content, I can't really judge or say anything. I don't, I don't really see anything wrong. But of course, when we're talking about getting paid or paying for it, yeah, I guess that would have me asking questions about that connection or that customised experience and why he would feel the need to have that with somebody else. I get I get it. I get the outcry. And it got me wondering about what insecurities it would bring up for the average woman, especially some who come from a cultural or religious place where, you know, they are basically against it in any form. But honestly, I'm not going to give up this job. I mean, my conclusion on that is basically it's up to each couple to define the rules in their relationship and nobody third party can be responsible for any breaches in that. (laughs) Like that's honestly a personal thing that people have to work out on their own. I feel like ethically speaking, if I had any sort of pause – not guilt, but pause, it's probably more to do with the guys and the psychological aspect, especially the guys I know in real life. I mean, (laughs) let's face it, it must be such a head fuck for them 
because I'm 100% an online fantasy, but the lines are pretty skewed when they know you in person. (laughs) I mean, it's a unique dynamic indeed and one that I'm still trying to navigate day by day, subscriber by subscriber. But at the same time, I am selling a product. I'm selling an experience that's unique to me. And while I have fans and admirers that are like willing to pay for that, obviously I'm going to continue. It gives me the financial freedom and opportunity that I want, you know, to be able to make my music and pretty much live the life that I want. So it's, it's just too good to ignore. Is it ethically sound? Well, that depends on who you ask and how they view the world. I've seen a lot of people online saying that the human race is doomed because everybody is fucking their phones. I mean, I sort of partly believe that, to be honest, but I don't necessarily think it's 100% true. <laughs> I mean, clearly we're going through a huge social experiment right now that's never happened on this planet before and I'm not just talking about the obvious social experiment that's happening with our medical stuff and just the way the world is right now but just with tech and social media and just manipulation on all fronts obviously during lockdown these platforms they blew up for obvious reasons I mean we don't really need to discuss that it's pretty obvious but Here we are in July 2022 and it's still to this day a lucrative industry. Women are making thousands of dollars a week. I mean, it's it's there. We can't ignore it. The world and society raises us not to objectify women because it's wrong. And we, we teach a girl that they are bad for wanting to be objectified, like... It seems so strange to me, but yet we are bombarded from early childhood with movies, advertisements, magazines, now social media shoving objectification down our throats. Our bodies, our sexuality, it's all out there for the world. Even if you don't realise you are putting it out there, it is. It's in our faces and it's in our subconsciousness. I can't pretend to know the implications of all of this, but sex sells and we all know that sex has driven humans and driven human motivations and emotions from the beginning of time. (laughs) And ultimately, in conclusion, it is a service to those who are curious, lonely, horny, or perhaps a combination of all of those things. Thank you so much for listening. I'm presently lining up some guest speakers, so I'm really hoping my next podcast will be an interview. But thank you so much for joining me here. And um, you can find me on Instagram. My handle is D underscore Luna. You can find all my links in my profile there as well as links to my music. But thank you so much for joining me and farewell to next time. <laughs>